0: Hey, Costa. It's almost Advent. It is almost Advent. I just wanted to start off with an obvious statement because yes. this is an Advent episode. So,
1: but I have a quick—I have a question for you first before Shoot. you go ahead. Before you decide to start talking about Advent, what are you doing for Thanksgiving?
0: I'm going to my um, sister-in-law and her husband's house, and you know, kind of with uh, with Jen's family.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. What do you eat?
0: Did you really want to go here? Yeah. Because you know I'm a crank about a lot of things. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Thanksgiving food.
1: Why are you not a fan? Because
0: I just I don't like the food. way it tastes.
1: I really don't. I, I don't. I don't like the taste of goodness and kindness. <laughs> no, I'm
0: not, I'm not speaking metaphorically about goodness and kindness. I'm talking about the taste of turkey because it has no taste. It just doesn't appeal to me. Um, you you we've we've traveled a lot together. You know I'll, I'll eat almost anything. That's true. But I just I just don't care for it. So I don't I don't get psyched up about the meal. Being together is nice. You know I'm am for that.
1: <laughs> I love I love how you say that <laughs> as you roll your eyes.
0: <laughs> Being thankful is nice. Whatever. But I just don't. If honestly, like if if the pilgrims. That story didn't even really happen. But if the pilgrims had like <laughs> lobster and steak, I would be there in a heartbeat.
1: So, why don't you just do that?
0: I have advocated for this for many years. Okay. Yes. And if you'd like to give my wife a call about this, I and, oh, and Jen, love her. Who can And she wants to preserve the tradition for the kids. I get that too.
1: So, I, I'm, I'm it's just me. Tell them to deep fry that, that, the, tur- the turkey. Yeah. It's just turkey. Yeah, let me Where, tell you, my brother got super excited because he'd been looking at, he was looking to deep fry the turkey when my parents were living here Uh huh. and my mother refused to do it. Oh, it's dangerous. Oh, it's it not going to taste the same way. Yeah. <laughs> well, my brother was like so dead set on doing it. He goes, when I'm hosting Thanksgiving, I'm deep frying a turkey, All right?
0: He I had to tell you, an Adanasio boy, deep frying a turkey makes me nervous too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, there was it was crazy I, that, that that turkey could have probably melted a hole in the house. Yeah, <laughs> But it tasted, I would have called the local
0: fire department just be on standby. <laughs> it
1: tasted so freaking good. Was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and like because like when he deep fried it, there was like one part of the turkey that didn't actually get into the oil.
0: Mm-hmm. So like, was that mean it was raw?
1: Uh no, it was cooked. Okay, it just was dry. Oh, right? okay. It was right. So like, if you had that part of the turkey, you're like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah. But then like the other part, oh, it was awesome. It tasted better than any turkey my mother ever cooked.
0: Are you doing that this year?
1: Yeah. All
0: right, maybe I'll come over.
1: We're gonna deep fry that sucker.
0: I mean, may I'll stop over.
1: And then hopefully we'll be lasagna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, even that would be good. <laughs> I would be happy with that, or or tacos would be awesome. Tacos Taco and burritos. Thursday.
1: What's okay. that? Taco Thursday. Instead oh, that'd be perfect. You know.
0: Yeah, but I, I've 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 been at this too long. I've been advocating for it for for so long, and it's it's not going to work. So it's okay. It's just one day a year. I can endure it. I really can.
1: <laughs> You've trained your body.
0: And don't even get me started on Black Friday. Don't even because you know me by now. I have a whole homily on that. <laughs> um well, I, I hope you have a good a good time at your brother's
1: oh i'm going to have a good yeah. time at my brother's yeah. oh yeah and then i you know i'll probably body slam my nephew at some point just oh that's because. sweet <laughs> yeah exactly because <laughs> i'm uncle dude i can do that <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we are um at the first or approaching the the first sunday of advent yeah and, i know where did this year go it really did fly right Wow. I think it just gets quicker. I think the older you get, it just gets quicker. You speak for yourself. It certainly does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're preparing, and we did this last year too, but it's a, it's a different set of readings. Yeah. And we just want to offer um, for each Sunday's readings just a reflection on ways to to think about Advent. So um, the thought that today was to speak about Advent just in general for a few minutes and then speak about the readings that we're going to hear be hearing this Sunday. So the idea of the the preparation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Decking the place in purple to get us ready. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's a short It's a short season. It's mm-hmm. only really about, you know, 25, 26 days. Yeah. You know, maybe 30, depending on where the first Sunday falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, uh, it's a short kind of like get you right to the point, half of a Lenten season.
0: And I think it can offer us the ability to prepare, just like Lent gives us the ability to prepare for Easter. This is different because there is not as many prescribed things the church offers us or, or gives us things that are helpful to do. So, for instance, in Lent we're told to fast, alms giving, mm-hmm. that type of thing. In Advent, there's really nothing there. I mean, there's stuff there, but there's nothing where you know they're teaching you in the catechism you should do this. Yeah, is What right, I mean,
1: right? You know? right. It, it's kind of left to your, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of it is is uh, for you, you know, to make up. You know, like your, whatever is going to work for you.
0: And, and unfortunately, too, it, it, it occurs as opposed to Lent. It occurs in a time of year that at least where we are, and, and I guess a lot of places in the United States, I can't speak of the world because I don't know. Um, it's just this frenetic pace of preparing for the 25th, probably oftentimes preparing in the, in, in the, in the wrong way. Where we get there and yeah. it's kinda like blah, or it's here and next day you're taking down the candles and, and the and the um and the tree and all the lights. So what we wanted to be able to offer was some ways to prepare to make the twenty-fifth be as as tangible and as beautiful and as meaningful as 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 we can. Um and I saw this interesting video that Mike Schmitz gave today because I think One of the the things I was surprised to learn as I delved into this—and this was, I think, last year—is that the the preparation for Christmas is not just for that day, not just for the incarnation of Jesus becoming flesh, Jesus becoming man— but also preparation for our own meeting of Jesus, mm. whether that be in the second coming or, or our, own, our own death. And one of the things that Mike Schmitz was talking about—so if he, this is a video that's widely available online where he talks about preparing for Advent. He said, what if you knew that December 25th was your last day on earth? Now, you could pick any day, but I think in, for Advent he's talking about this. Yeah. How would you prepare differently? You know, what would you do to prepare? Would there be extra prayers? Would there be extra, um, extra time spent with Jesus trying to get to know Him as opposed to extra time online trying to you know to get the ten percent off coupon, you know? Right. Um, and I thought that was really good. It's it's jarring. I don't think we like to think about that. And it sounds like, well, that's awful. Why would you want to think about death at Christmas? Mm-hmm. But I, I think his point is well taken because that really is is who we are.
1: But yeah, right. I mean, essentially what we're asking, what we're preparing for and and celebrating on Christmas day is actually, you know, uh, seeing Jesus face to face, you know, in the, in the, uh, in the creche, Mm -hmm. right. In the, uh, in, in Bethlehem. So like, but part of that reality for us, for us that will uh, take place is when we actually die, it will be like that. Seeing yeah, you know, him face to face. face. him face to face. Yeah. So how are we preparing for that?
0: It really is jarring. When we were in in Los Angeles look, two weeks ago, now your um, your friend and I can't say his last name, but Bishop Joe, one of the auxiliary bishops from from New York, the archdiocese in New York.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And he was talking to the the students about about death and how not to be upset by it, and mm-hmm. and a few of them, it really. They a few of them were crying because they were thinking, "Well, uh, you know, I am upset by that. Is there something wrong with me?" And that's understandable, right? You know? uh, he was taking it from a, a totally Catholic perspective. No, that's where the glory is, mm-hmm. you know. But it's hard to, you know, always hard to live your life. At least I find it hard to live my life like that. Sure. But that really is what Advent seeks to prepare us for, and and we see that very much in in this week's readings um, from from Cycle A. So I'm going to read um, Paul's. First letter to the Romans. But before I do that, can I just complain a minute? Because, you know, that's what I do. Of Have, ha, have you heard the, the Jeopardy, uh, the issue with Jeopardy and, no. and Paul's letters? So apparently on Final Jeopardy last week, there was a question. Um, the letter of Paul's, the letter to who, that had the most Old Testament references— so the answer that Jeopardy! put out there was the letter to the Hebrews, which actually I would have guessed because the Hebrews Old Testament. Makes sense. So apparently, I didn't even know this, that there's, there's questions about whether Paul actually wrote the letter to the Hebrews. So like Catholic Twitter is all up in arms, like blasting Jeopardy! <laughs> like,
1: well, I'm, I'm confused.
0: I'm confused too. What,
1: what, what, what are they? They're
0: saying that the question was flawed— that since Paul did not really write the letter to the Romans, which I'm not saying here that I mean, he didn't to
1: the to the Hebrews, the guess? Hebrews,
0: excuse me, yes, yeah, that that therefore the answer is wrong. The answer should have been to the Romans, and I'm like, are you people crazy? <laughs> like, I think authorship's an important thing, and maybe I need to study it more. But like, the poor aren't getting fed because you're figuring out the answer to this question and blasting a uh, blasting Jeopardy, <laughs> like. If we need Jeopardy to spread Christianity, we got a big problem,
1: dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, just shut up. People just need to shut up. Ah, so I'm so glad I don't have any social media. <laughs> I'm so glad.
0: And I kick myself all the time cuz I'll, you know, I'll look on on Twitter and and I'll see this and say, "What? Why did I just waste my time?" Cuz now I'm like annoyed.
1: Yeah, I I I I'm so grateful. Some of my friends will say, um, Oh, you you need to you need to be on social media. This you're missing out on so much. Right? <laughs> and then I'll say, I don't need that drama in my life. I already have enough drama in my life. And then the next day, though that same that same person or same people will say, you know what? It's probably best you're not on social media. I'm so pissed off. This mm-hmm. is this is happening. I'm I'm sucked into the drama. I'm like, it's exactly my point. Yeah, I have no need of it.
0: No, you're you're wise on that. Right, should I continue with the reading? I mean, I went to
1: the seminary, so I kind of, have <laughs> already had the understanding about Hebrews, which well, is one of my favorite.
0: I mean, you said that before. I love Hebrews. Do you know Paul didn't write that? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know if he did. No, I have you. You have said that before, and I actually did think of that when I saw that that was the answer. It is one of your favorites. Oh,
1: yeah. it is. Uh, I mean, uh, there could be there could be a whole. Uh, uh, course given on Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we could talk about Hebrews forever. It, it, all, like a lot of foundations for the, for the priesthood mm-hmm. are rooted in in Hebrews. Uh, really beautiful. Really beautiful book.
0: All right. The next time we, we have a reading on Hebrews, we'll mention it. I won't mention the controversy. It ultimately, <laughs> see, I'm making it matter. Here's the problem. You're I'm making, saying something doesn't matter. I've been talking about it for it, the last five minutes. Yeah,
1: you're giving it credibility. Just yeah. let it go. All
0: right. Should I get back to the reading I was going to read, Paul's letter to the Romans?
1: (laughs) Yeah, the Romans.
0: Apparently he wrote this one. (laughs) Brothers and sisters, you know the time. It is the hour for you now to, to awake from your sleep, for your salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is advanced, the day is at hand. Let us then throw off all the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day, not in orgies or drunkenness, not in promiscuity and lust not in rivalry and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh.
1: And the gospel passage is now from uh, Matthew, uh, being that we are going to start Advent again. uh, It's the kicking off of the next cycle of reading. So we go back to the A cycle. So we'll be hearing from Matthew's gospel all this upcoming year. And the gospel says, Jesus said to his disciples, As it was in the days of Noah, so will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood there were eating and drinking, marrying and giving into marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So will it be also at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field, one will be taken, and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken and one will be left. Therefore stay awake, for you do not know on which day the Lord will come. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too you also must be prepared, for at an hour you did not expect the Son of Man will come.
0: <clears throat> How do you feel about all that?
1: <laughs> Get ready, baby. <laughs> Start training now.
0: <laughs> I'd be curious on on your thoughts on this because I was I was reading that earlier, and the part I was struggling with a little bit is the idea that you know, and and I heard a deacon give a reflection on this that mom and dad are coming home soon, you better be ready, you're going to get in trouble. And I, I just think there's more to it than that. There, there has to be, and I think there is, an application to our daily lives. You know, and, and I, I totally get what it's saying. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to understand it though on, on a level that I can I can acknowledge that if I'm preparing every day – if I'm going to Mass, if I'm going to, you know, saying prayers in the morning, if I'm living my life rightly, that's going to bring benefits on a daily level. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm you know, I'm thinking right now of, of natural law, right? I'm, I'm living as humans ought to live in, in that, you know, the the incarnational understanding of how humans are, if it's separated by Jesus from sin, if that makes any sense. Um, I, I have a much easier time accepting it. I'm not— when I say accept, I got to be careful here. I'm not saying I don't accept what the gospel is saying. Mm. I'm saying it, can we look at it at a different level, where we're not waiting till the end to find out. Boom, are we going to heaven or hell? You know, the, you know, I'm going to do what I'm doing and and hope that the the end of the world isn't coming. Does that make any sense at all?
1: Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, the first thing that I think of is, uh, uh, did you ever see the? Um, the early two thousands uh, um, movies left. Uh, 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 I could uh, almost say right now, no, because I don't think you and I have ever
0: seen a movie, the same movie, except say, for Spider-Man the Kirk
1: Cameron ones, uh, the uh, Left Behind series. No, I didn't. Oh my gosh, yeah. we're like two different generations, dude. <laughs> but tell so tell
0: like, everybody about it because we're well, no, all it's dying like, to
1: hear. Like hysterical, like it's just one day and then they're like boom, this complete catastrophe because like. You know, some Protestant uh, sects they like they believe in the the very literal sense of this mm-hmm. that like one person staying, one's going, like okay. it's the rapture. Mm-hmm. So like, sure. it was a, it, it, but like that's what I always think about that when I come yeah. <laughs> across these gospels. But actually, I for me, it's uh, it, it, it's it's a little bit more simplified. Well, it has been more simplified, but and I thought Mark Hart uh, two weeks ago when we were in uh, California said it perfectly that uh prayer he, he made the distinction uh between uh the, the lines that people say like he, where he said like when people describe prayer they say it's uh it's how um a prayer is what helps your relationship with god mm-hmm. and he correct that that notion he says that it doesn't help it is your relationship mm-hmm. with god mm-hmm. and i think there's a big distri- big distinction there right mm-hmm. um and then you know, like how he went through all the ways of like of how uh, it is your relationship with God. But I I think that like yeah, when like when we enter it, when we take the conscious, uh, you know, when when we make that act of the will to to uh, set aside time in our day to to pray and be with the Lord, how is that any different than what he's what he's predicting here mm-hmm. and prophesying about in the future.
0: Because if I'm going to spend so much time with him, I'm going to be um, more and more like him. If I'm going to spend a lot of time with you, right, we're going to find commonalities. This is a little bit of a different example because we're both humans and one of us is not God. But the idea that we're going to, you know, to learn and and have those similarities. Well, if I'm, it's the same thing. If I'm spending, or well, it's a similar thing, not the same thing. If I'm spending spending time with God. And, and that's while it's preparing me for for the the end of times it's preparing me for my death all true it's also making my life right now better and happier
1: yeah, oh, yeah. what do you think? Oh yeah a hundred percent I think that's what that's what Saint Paul is talking about you know with like when he says put on the armor of light mm-hmm. he, yep. he's saying you know, like the the, the the power and the importance of prayer yep. is that spiritual like he says uh, later on. You put on the breastplate, you know, in mm-hmm. the armor of Christ.
0: And I think we, you've people who have listened to this podcast, first of all, I'm not sure why you do, but thank you. Um, mm-hmm. The idea that that's when we see people like that, whoever the model of Catholicism and the model of Christianity is for you, the person in, it could be a parish priest, it could be someone from your parish, it could be a, a speaker, someone you say, I want to be like them. I'm listening to the words, I see how they act, I want to be like them. That's the breastplate of light. Mm-hmm. that that they're carrying and we want more of that. And that's yeah. kind of what I'm getting at here. You know, to be to be better on this earth now and and not just kind of stay huddled and waiting for that for that final time because it's going to come. But if we yeah. if we kind of just stay huddled for it it's it's going to be a miserable existence while we're here.
1: I um I, I and I've shared this before uh, my I've talked about how Thanksgiving like this whole week is like my favorite week of the year. Mm-hmm. Um and, and and how uh, Thanksgiving Day is my favorite holiday, really, of the year.
0: But you have a really, in, I think, you have an interesting reason why that is.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, for, for one, there is no, you know, like, especially with my family and I, like we, within our family, like the whole idea of not having to, like, bring gifts or any of that stuff, uh you know like it's just being it's just mm-hmm. showing up and just enjoying each other's presence I, I love that I, I love it so much um, but like uh, what has happened over the last five or six years for me is having the ability I've been asked uh, every year to come back and celebrate the mass uh, for uh, a 12 step for mm-hmm. 12 steppers uh, people in recovery on Thanksgiving Day um, at St. Patrick's Uh, at 12 o'clock on Thanksgiving day for the last six years. And and that, that is a visible community, a visible sign of, of, of people who are awake, who have awoken from their slumber. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think I've shared this in the past. The, there were two things in that mass that, uh, that I, I take away as tremendous blessings. First, first, it's the the penitential right, asking to recall our sins. You could hear a pin drop in that church and that church is full and it could be up to 300 plus people. And you could hear a pin drop in the church because everybody in that church is acutely aware of their struggle, of the pain that they know that they can cause if they had, like if they fall back into their addiction. And so, like asking God at that time for the for the strength uh, and the mercy, right, for the things that they have done wrong, but the strength not to do it again. You you could you you can get lost in the beauty of that moment, uh, and so like, but at the end of the mass, you know, and towards the, like even receiving Holy Communion, uh, uh, where. They'll add like they'll 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 do like a kind of like a a, like a countdown, but they do it in reverse. So they start uh, they'll start it off by going uh, anybody with like fifty years plus of sobriety, and people stand up and and, and, people are clapping, and then they go backwards forty plus thirty plus, and then they uh, they get to does anybody have twenty four hours of sobriety, Mm -hmm. and if one person stands up they go bananas. Mm-hmm. They go bananas. That's it, so awesome. It is. And it's like, because they experienced, they've experienced the resurrection. They've experienced the power of, of Christ's like love, like, you know, coming into their life. They might not have been able to articulate that when they first walked into program, mm-hmm. that it was going to be through the grace of God. Right. But through the, through uh, you know, the, in their time of sobriety, with clarity. Um, you know, like it's, it's, I think, I think that mass for me really highlights the beauty of these readings because St. Paul's talking about like, put on the armor light, you know, like conduct yourselves properly at, right? Like as in the day, like, like, like everybody, how everybody's going to see you, right? No orgies, no drunkenness, no promiscuity, no lust, no rivalry, no jealousy, Right. Whereas, like it also too in the gospel, <clears throat> Jesus is saying, in the days of Noah, like there was like Noah was talking about it. He was building an ark, and people gave in to eating and drinking, to marrying and, mar- and you know like the uh, to giving into marriage. Like they were partying, mm-hmm. they were lost in themselves. In I guess you could say their addiction. Yep. In, in the party lifestyle, and they didn't want to acknowledge. They became
0: the stars of their own show. Yeah. Just like today.
1: Yeah. Oh. And what what comes with that is the clouded judgment of like perceiving reality. Yeah. the I, I'm
0: very moved by you talking about that mass. The part of the, the 12 steps that I, I find so applicable to my own life, and I think for anything that we're talking about here, particularly in these readings, is that for a person in recovery, it's all right, it was 24 hours, now we need to start again tomorrow, or it's been 50 years, now tomorrow is 50 years plus one. There's no assumption that it's no going no to be continued. Yep. And I think it's a, it's a beautiful model to take our prayer life, and if we want to prepare for Christmas, not just to celebrate that day, but celebrate all days after it. it It's a day-by-day day thing. There are going to be times where our prayer lives will be very fruitful, and we'll we'll have to stop a lot of times because maybe we're reading scripture and are getting all these ideas and all these connections. And there are other days it's going to be dry. Mm-hmm. W- what what am I reading? I don't understand how this applies to anything. I don't understand how it applies to my life. There'll be days like that, but you still you still stay with it. It's yeah. easier said than done. Like I've said a million times in this podcast, a lot of things are easier said than done. Yeah,
1: but but the but. We get hit with that warning to, you know, and, and that it, that is the beauty of, of, of the mass is that we, we get these, these themes yeah. every year yeah, because we're broken mm-hmm. and because we're human, we need to hear them over and over. Mm-hmm. And so like, here's the, you know, the, they're going to shake the cage a little bit yeah. and just say, okay, this is a season where let's just, we got to get back on. Where do I need to correct the things in my life?
0: And he always wants us back. Yep. You can't walk away too many times. With like, nah, sorry, not this time. Yeah. Always welcome back. It's much different than the covenants of humans. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a good, it, there are good readings mm-hmm. to kind of help us get focused uh, in, in our preparation for uh, December 25th. And beyond that. Yep.
0: I think one of the things we wanted to offer you as well is is here at the school we're going to do we did last Lent, which what that means is we're gonna send out um, every day an email that will have a video on it or or a meme or something that will have a message for for um advent if you would like to be included in that we could easily do it yeah. so um just go to the the facebook page look and wild honey let us know your email address you could you know if you don't want to put it down in in the comments then you could certainly just um you know do a personal message to me and it will just add you to that list the list isn't shared it's all yeah, bcc so um we're not going to try to sell you anything but if you find that would be helpful to you um just to have that little recurring message every day we'll be more than happy to do that yeah yeah Yeah. Anything else on your mind?
1: (laughs) I got a lot of things on my mind, but like relevant to this, not really.
0: Um, So I think we'll call it a day. Okay. And we'll uh, we'll be back next week with uh, week two.
1: All right. I hope you enjoy your turkey.
0: (laughs) Take care. (laughs)